Car Superstar talking to you wherever you are. Produced by Christopher Fletcher, audio from FLX Beats, and this article comes to you from MotorAuthority.com, the luxury and performance leader. The next Nissan electric car likely to be SUV by Vignesh Vijayan Theron, editor, written on 5-22-2017. But before we get into that, before I start reading this article, Christopher Fletcher hit off that at Futuristic Alroy challenge. This is our new contest. It's been going on for a while. We are doing this. This is legit. First five people to submit your sound behind that beat or that beat behind your sound and send it to us. We're going to throw it on iTunes. That's, just, that's uh, the challenge that we're doing now. We're doing this for support of the show and how do you get the beat you go on our website and follow the notions on uh patreon and once you become a patron subscriber to the show you will get that beat and our featured beats of the week this week's featured beat is sweet carolina you will hear that after i'm done reading the article and on to the article nissan will unveil a redesigned leaf later this year But the compact hatch is just one of multiple electric cars the automaker is planning. The next is likely to be a crossover SUV. Danielle Shalachi, who's in charge of electric cars at Nissan, as well as sales and marketing, told Automotive News. We are clearly focusing our attention on a crossover EV because it's our DNA, he said. The crossover will really embody the latest Nissan Intelligent Mobility features. Nissan Intelligent Mobility is represented by the core tenets of connectivity, electrification, and self-driving capability. Nissan is currently working on a concept that will likely preview its next electric car, referred to by V-Motion 3.0 by its designers. The concept will be unveiled this year and incorporate those three tenets of the Nissan Intelligent Mobility Strategy, Automotive News reports. Nissan has toyed with the idea of an electric sports car and has rolled out two such concepts in recent years. Nissan even confirmed one of those concepts for production, though it appears the strong demand for SUVs has swayed Nissan to opt for more for the more popular more practical body style for his next EV. Picture above is a Nissan's IDS concept from 2015 Tokyo Auto Show. It designed previews the next generation Leaf. You know, I'm kind of looking at the car right now, and uh, this is the picture that I'm looking at, and it it looks like more of a crossover than a sportier car. It looks it looks nice. It, it looks decent. It still looks like an electric car. I'm not saying make an electric car look like an ICE car, but I am saying that you have to break away from designing these cars to only appear appeal to one section of the population. I mean, make those cars, sure. Make, make the boxy or the aerodynamic nerdy car 
for the quote-unquote computer geek, whatever you're trying to do, because that's, that's the only people you think want this car. Turn around and make a cooler car. Make an SUV for the cool moms out there. Make not, not, that, not that I'm saying, I, I mean, I drive a Nissan Leaf. I have no problem driving my Nissan Leaf. I look good in my Nissan Leaf. I mean, I probably look good in anything out there, but I love my Nissan Leaf. But Nissan Leaf is not, quote unquote, a car that was designed to catch the eye of the people around. Basically, the only people that notice my car are the people that notice it as the electric car, not because of its award-winning design. Now, they had a sports car, and they opt out of that sports car to go on with their SUV as their next electric car. Well, here's news, and I'm always hard on Nissan. I, I, I am. I own one, and I'm always hard on them because I do feel that they drag their feet with e-mobility. They've been in, they've been in the fray for way too long to be behind GM and Tesla. They should be leading the pack. They should be out with, they should have their own two to 300 mile range car out there. And it's disappointing. I, I mean, I, I benefited from buying my car five years ago and I use it. I love it. I go back and forth to work. I use it for around the town stuff. I do get my range anxiety stuff, just like, you know, people quote and, and stuff like that. But it's just, I mean, it's I deal with it because the benefits are still there. Nissan wants to come out with an SUV instead of a sports car. How about this, Nissan? Why not make both? Why not come out with an SUV and a sports car in tandem? Why are you just working on one car at a time, one electric vehicle at a time? Uh, as far as I see it, you guys have ICE vehicles up the yin yang. And they still get these things in the mail about all these great offers for their Nissan vehicles. But none of the stuff that comes in the mail tells me anything about their Nissan Leaf. And if I want to find out deals for their Nissan Leaf, it either has to hit me through an email or I have to seek it out myself, which I hear they are they are doing some crazy deals on those. So if you guys get a chance to go out and look at the Nissan Leaf, the their the range sucks in comparison to the Chevy Bolt, but they realize that, so they're pricing these very low. They're giving great deals out there to people. So I, if I were you guys, I would go out and check it out because it could be a great deal for you. I don't know what your normal commute is. I don't know what your daily travels is, but if it's something for you, it, it it's gonna be a great experience. I love it. I, I've been doing it for five, seven years now, and I already know it's a great deal. I mean, I've, I, I know the longer I hold on to that leaf, I chose to buy it after the lease. The more I choose to hold on to that leaf, the more value I get out of it. Once it's paid off, if I could drive it two, three years without having to go to the gas station, without having to do any kind of crazy maintenance to it, because who knows, without the battery going haywire on me. And when I, when I find out that the battery has to be guaranteed for 
X miles, X years, whatever. And that's by law because of EPA standards. So I, I was kind of happy to hear that. So I'm, I'm planning on keeping my leave for a while. The longer I drive the leave, the cheaper it's gonna be for me, mathematically. If you do, if you do the math, once it's paid off, it's not like an ICE vehicle. An ICE vehicle has many things that can go wrong with it. Now, I'm not saying that nothing can go wrong with my EV, but an internal combustion engine car can have a plethora of problems with it. You got muffler changes, you got radiator changes, you got fluid changes. You know, you got a ton of things that you got to do to an ICE car, not to mention the, the weekly, bi-weekly fuel that you have to put on this car. So you're always going to have a cost association with an ICE. I think my cost association with my electric car, once it's paid off, it's going to be very low. Very low to the point where, like I said, the longer I drive the electric car, the cheaper it's going to get for me. It's not like an ICE vehicle. Some ICE vehicles, the longer you drive them, the greater the cost to you. I know there's people out there that are very mechanical when it comes to ICE vehicles, and they're very knowledgeable, and they take care of their vehicle. So they can push the cost efficiency of their ICE better than most people. I do believe most people, including myself, I just drive and, you know, if something goes wrong, I go get it fixed. And I see companies banking on most of their customers doing that. It's a business model. I keep saying it. I keep harping it. They know that the electric, with the electric vehicle, they can't get away with that. But with the ICE vehicle, they can. So Nissan, you know, again, I will say it one more time. You probably heard me say this and a couple other episodes where I cover Nissan, get your head off your ass, bring out a 250 mile range Leaf, bring out a 250 mile range SUV, and bring out a 250 mile range sports car. You guys can do it. If Tesla's doing it, you guys can do it. If, if GM is doing it, you guys can do it. You guys have been at it a lot longer than these guys. So... You're just pussyfooting, if, if, if you know, if you ask me. And you know that concludes my commentary on this article. It's, it's kind of you know I own a Nissan and I love my Nissan and I get these articles about Nissan and I do take them to heart. If if any car company out there that I talk about in these articles that I read in my commentary is I am I'm very hard on Nissan because I own one. And I love my electric car. I love my Nissan Leaf. 12 years ago, I would have recommended it to anyone out there. Uh, nowadays, the Chevy Bulb, I believe, has them beat. Tesla Model 3 is coming out. That's going to have them beat. Uh, and I just know that from what I drive and what I enjoy every day and what's currently out there, they could have done better. They're... Their 2017 shouldn't be 100-something miles. It should be 200-plus, pushing 300, and that's the bottom line. On to my appreciation section. I would like to thank MotorAuthority.com for putting this article out. They actually got the article from Automotive News, and a lot of the references they made on here came from the article from Automotive News and 
I guess their their stuff is subscription required. So if you want to back research all that stuff, you're going to hit that route. Um, I'd like to thank our author here, and that's Vignesh, BJ Anthreon. I believe I spelled it. I actually believe I did good with that one. I don't think I hacked that one too well. I mean, too bad. And uh, thank you, man, for putting this article out there, finding the stuff, and and throwing it out there for me to find so that I could read and push it even further to the Electrification Nation. Uh, this article will be linked up. Check out our website, electriccarsuperstar.com. That's where you could do all the Patreon stuff that I hit up earlier. And also, the sweet beat behind my voice right now, which is uh, Sweet Carolina, available on iTunes. The beat you heard right after the intro, that's Futuristic Elroy. That's our at Futuristic Elroy Challenge. You could uh, listen to our older episodes or rewind back to the top to hear all the details on that. Basically, you put your sound behind that and you submit it to us, and we're going to throw it on iTunes. Um, I, the challenge is legit. I'm excited about it. Uh, we're, we're, we're looking forward to hear some great stuff out there from you guys. This um, Sweet Carolina beat is available on iTunes, and you're going to get it. If you subscribe to Patreon, you're going to get two beats this week. You're going to get the Sweet Carolina beat, Sweet Beat of the Week, and you're going to get Futuristic Alroy so that you can use for your at Futuristic Alroy Challenge. And it's a good deal. I mean, you go on Patreon, you set up for the service, tribute, you know, what you can. I think it's monthly monthly contributions to the show. It helps us out. It's what we're doing to raise our cash flow here so that we can do more. We can do this even further. And that's what we do. And we appreciate all you guys. Uh, the many voices of the Electrification Nation. Don't feel, don't be scared. Feel free, get on there. You, you see an article that excites you about electric cars and you feel like, hey, uh, I, I want this to get out there to the electrification nation. Grab your phone, you know, mic it up, do what you got to do, record an audio of you reading that article and send it to me at msantiago at electriccarsuperstar.com and we will feature it on our Friday show. That's what we do. Chris will make you sound great. He makes me sound great. We have readers across the board. We have Gene Pascucci. We have Chris Bloom. We have Sarah Blender. You know, we have readers. And we appreciate all you guys for stepping up to the plate and reading for us. Interviews. I'm still open up for interviews. We can do interviews through Skype. We can do interviews through Facebook. Um, That will require... So I'm back and forth. You guys know where I'm at. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Pinterest. And I'm on Facebook. And you guys can email me too. So if you guys want to set up an interview, talk about your electric car experience. Talk about your fears of owning an electric car. If you don't own one yet, you want to sit here and and talk to me about that. That's kind of a show that I want to put out there. And if you want to talk about the beats behind my voice, that's also good. You know, just... Hit me up, let me know what's going on, and we can set that up too. With that, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you. The show is on the rise, and it's all you guys, and we wouldn't be here without you. And we're going to close it out with that, with that statement right there. I am the electric car superstar. You guys out there pushing the show, going to show. 
by the Electrification Nation. The Sweet Beat Behind My Voice featuring Sweet Carolina, available on iTunes, is FLF Beats. And the man making me sound great, playing podcast producer Christopher Fletcher. And we are out. Out.